Welcome back to the 20th episode of the Only Film Fans podcast. My name is Trace, and I'm with the YouTube channel Pierce Productions. The second host with me today can be seen in the background of many Adam Sandler movies, Jared from Jared Talk Cinema. We're not being joined today by our third host, Brad, but we do have a very special guest. He needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways. He is the only man to outsmart Ghostface with horror trivia. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Jonathan from Man of Movies and the Cinema Squad. It's crazy that I even got out alive, man, but good to see your faces. Trace, Jared, what's up, man? Hey, not much. Uh, we're all ready and we're excited to talk about the new Scream 5 movie and the franchise as a whole. We're going to be ranking the five movies and then going into what worked and what didn't work with this new Scream film. And um, I think I'm, I'm going to be in the minority for this, pretty much this whole episode, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> you better hope one of us isn't the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Or both of us, who knows? Oh, that's right. There's always two, right? There's always two, yeah. Oh. So I'm, I'm screwed because there's only three of us on right now. Um, before <laughs> we get into any Scream stuff, Mr. Man of Movies, why don't you tell us about your YouTube channel? Tell us about the Cinema Squad and tell us about a particular award show coming up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm honored just to be on, but I'll, I'll do that, Trace. My name is Jonathan. I am a man of movies because I'm not the man of movies. We are all men of movies here. You can find my channel, Man of Movies, on YouTube. I, re I review films. I do rankings. I do top 10 videos. I, as of late, have been working with my group. I'm part of, I'm part of a film group called The Cinema Squad, where we kind of shoot the shit or we talk about films specifically. But... As of recent, we have been planning, have been organizing our first ever annual Rubber Duckies, which is a film and TV award show that you could vote for yourself. Uh, don't know if you, there's any way you could link something in the bottom, Trace. If not, uh, find me on Instagram, on Man of Movies, on Instagram, Man of Movies 96. You could find the link there where you could vote for the very best in film in 2021. So, usually with each podcast episode, I'm able to include a description. So, fingers crossed that uh, the link pulls over like a hyperlink so that people don't have to like copy and paste and just click it. Um, so, yes, I will include that link in the description below of this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Jared, how's your week been with YouTube? What's been going on? Yeah, going good. I'm working on my screen review. It's my first normal movie review in a while, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. And yeah, the rest of the month might be a little slow with movies because it's January, but hey, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I feel yeah. that pain. January is definitely a month that makes YouTubers have to really be creative <laughs> because uh, even if movies do come out, they're usually all terrible. Dude, that, I like how you said that, even if movies come out, because people say January is like the toilet bowl mm -hmm. of month of movies. But yeah. the reason I think that the reason I think it's the toilet bowl month of movies is because you're at the you're on the toilet more than you're in the movies in January. You know what <laughs> I think would be very ballsy is because it's like a dumping ground, you know, uh, what if like Marvel or DC took I mean, I'm going to count out Morbius because general movie audiences don't really know that character I'm talking about like Captain America 4 or Man of Steel 2 drop it in January just to see what happens just to see if January really is a dumping ground if people just aren't interested in movies in January or if that movie makes a billion dollars very quickly because there's no other movies in its way well uh I think they would have been. I think it would be very successful. Honestly, I don't think. I think people care more about the movies more than yeah. the month. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know why they don't do it. Then they. I don't know. I think. I think it's true what you're saying, Jerry. But I just think that people associate the month with crap now. That if you put, you could put Spider-Man No Way Home in January, and people would be like, "Oh man, is it gonna be crap?" I don't know about that. I feel that most people probably don't even notice. Like, just casual moviegoers probably don't even notice that January sucks. It's only, like, the film guys like us who notice that. 
I think you're right. I think the general audience really don't care. Well, why don't we go ahead and dive into the bulk topic of our video today, of our audio today, however you're listening to this. Uh, we're going to be, one, talking about Scream 5 and spoilers, and then we're also going to be ranking the franchise. So I didn't talk to you guys beforehand about this, but which one do you guys want to do first? Let's do a spoiler talk. Okay, Jared, you want to go ahead and kick us off then with because i have no idea what your thoughts are on this movie uh why don't you go ahead and kick us off with some of your general thoughts before we just go ahead and start beating each other with fan theories and what happened and what should have happened well i loved it i thought it was another worthy entry in the franchise i feel the new dudes did a good i love how you're eating dinner right now too and um yeah, I love how uh, the new guys came in and they did a good job of like matching up to Wes Craven. I think he would have been proud of this movie. Uh, I felt it was very gutsy for reasons that we'll talk about soon. I do mean that in the literal sense. And uh, yeah, overall, I was very happy with Scream 5. Yeah, yeah. I I was worried at first for Scream 5 when I saw it was, it was going to be released in January until the directors from Ready or Not get attached to it. And I got a lot more faith for the, the Scream 5. I I really enjoyed this one. I, I I may go as far as to say that I loved it. Uh, maybe not as much as you, Jared, but I did really enjoy it. I think the Scream franchise as a whole has the best batting average in a horror franchise ever, my opinion, but that's what I believe. Absolutely. I think the film was able to pay homage to what Screen was known for, just like you, Jared, I believe that Wes Craven, if he was alive, he would have been so proud of this movie. That being said, I did have some issues that I would love to touch on in the spoiler talk. And last but not least, there's always got to be one person in the group that doesn't like something that everyone else does like. And I'm going to be that person. I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> and when we're going in the spoiler talk, you know, we can go into more you know, details and stuff. But listen, even though I didn't like the movie leading up to the movie, I was excited. Actually, genuinely, I was excited because the fan community of Scream is something that I kind of like underrated how big of a community the Scream franchise has behind it, backing it. So one, uh, I was, I didn't really expect that. But the fan community on social media of Scream helped get me excited for this movie. I liked Ready or Not a lot. So seeing these directors do this, I was very interested in that. And then that first trailer, I think, came out in October. That trailer was really good. That was a good trailer. And I didn't see any trailer after that. I just saw that first one because I wanted to kind of, you know, go in a little bit blind. But uh, at the end of the day, man, it was just... <sighs> I don't want to give all my reasons right now, but I get that the Scream franchise is supposed to be self-aware, that that's part of its niche. But this franchise, like this movie, was too self-aware, if that makes sense. And it, it was kind of just like I was rolling my eyes at points. And then I was able to figure out the twist quicker than I than I would like to have figured it out. And I feel like they didn't they did a little bit of a disservice to the legacy characters um at least two out of the three of them yeah uh, we'll go into more in the spoiler talk because i have a lot to say but i i really am curious from two people that really like this franchise some would say love this franchise you know what made it so awesome dude i think what made scream 5 so awesome was the fact that it was able to be a true requel in the sense of a Halloween 2018, where even they kind of picked fun at it in the movie, how nowadays it's like sequels, but you kind of have to add legacy characters in there. It's a remake in the sense that it's new characters and these new characters are just as flashy, just as fun as the original. And then here, the, leg the, legacies, the legacy characters here came off so badass. Um, I think they played their role fine 
anyone that wants to see more of Sydney, more of Gale, more of Dewey will be disappointed. But if you come in knowing that they're playing a legacy character role and that this is kind of pushing the franchise forward with brand new names, I think you'll be very pleased. And what I really liked is now I don't think it's the best. I don't even think it's the second best, but it was able to grab on to what the heart of Scream was all about. And that's why I, I, I got to say I loved it. And it's not even with this movie. I really feel that each Scream franchise, each Scream entry, I should say, always able to just hit the heart of what Scream is all about, not just this one. Yeah, I loved it for like pretty much the same reasons. Like it was like the fact they were able to get like a new crew and still make it really good was nice. It really felt like it captured like the feeling of Scream. I love how it was upgraded for modern audiences, like how they included like art horror, how they talked about like Hereditary and the Witch and all that. That was perfect and toxic fandom and all kinds of good stuff. Stuff that's very relevant. It made it feel really relevant. The kills, this, I would say, had the best kills in the franchise, which was awesome. The new cast of characters, even though they weren't like the best, they were still pretty good. And the legacy characters at least did some stuff, you know, like they weren't like just cameos. They had a little bit of screen time. So yeah, all that's why I really loved it. So even though I didn't like the movie, there were some things I did like, and I included it in my review, but I'll just reiterate it here. The kills were really good. I'll give you guys that. Um, the kills were great. I, oh yeah, we're doing spoilers. So Dewey gets killed in the movie and Ghostface <gasps> takes, uh-oh, did I say a spoiler? And like the best kill of the movie for me was that scene. Uh, he takes both the knives, two knives, and sticks it in one in the back, one in the front, and just goes up and everything spills out. That was great. That was a great uh, that was a great kill. Yeah, the kills in this movie was great. There was one kill. I wanted to throw something at the scream at the screen. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and say it now so that I don't forget. When the cop gets killed in broad daylight in a suburban neighborhood, she's a cop, didn't get out of the car with her gun. And she called the her deputies to come to her house, and they didn't show up for like ten minutes. That bothered me. That was just like a little nitpick, but oh come on, than- that was a fair. That was fair. It takes cops like ten minutes to get anywhere. That's like a proven statistic. It takes like cops ten nah. minutes to get to a scene after they get a call. But and this was, was their boss. This was their and boss she, telling them. It doesn't them, matter. Come to my house. Or whatever. Okay, you can't help traffic or whatever. And plus, she was worried about her kid and everything. Like, come on, bro. No. That kill made me roll my eyes. But all the other kills were really great in this movie. Um, they were cool. It was a lot bloodier than I thought it would be. I saw that in some of the early reviews coming out um, that it was really bloody. So that's always that's always awesome. So even though I was able to pick up on the killers easily, I do feel that the average audience would see this as like a true whodunit and that maybe they won't be able to pick up on the killers quite as fast as I was able to. So I'll give them credit on that. And I give a lot of shit with movies on runtime, but I feel like two hours was like a really good runtime for this movie. It didn't feel too short. It didn't feel too long. Um, So I'm going to give it on that for the runtime. But a lot of things that didn't work for me, some of them are little minor nitpicks, but some of them for me are main things that, one, I already kind of referenced it, the meta stuff. I get that that's part of the franchise, but this was just like, I feel like it was too much, if that makes any sense. Um, do you guys want to comment on that before I keep going? Do you think that maybe uh, the meta uh, wasn't too much? or? I'll definitely comment on that because that is something I can agree with. I thought that the movie was way too self-aware for its own good. Scream is known for being meta. Scream is known for being self-aware. Like, I get it in the first First one is amazing. And, and I love all the other ones for how self-aware they are. But the I feel the entirety of this script is just it being self-aware and letting the audience know that it's self-aware. And it becomes kind of messy at points because that part of the film, the self-awareness of it all, it end up, ends up hindering the development of the newer characters because they just start becoming meta conduits and not real fleshed out characters i was half expecting one of the characters to be talking and then just look at the screen and give a little wink <laughs> like it felt like a deadpool movie almost it jared, was this close <laughs> what do you think jared do you think that there was too much no what? i actually thought it was perfect i thought it was the right amount 
Um, I, well, Scream 3, that was an issue I actually had with Scream 3, so I'll talk about that during the ranking. But uh, no, I thought it was the perfect amount of meta. Like I said, I like how it was updated for like modern times with the way horror movies are now. And I feel it actually made the characters a little bit smarter because they like because they knew the rules, and so they purposely did things that were actually kind of smart, like not going alone with someone somewhere where you can definitely die, you know. And like characters are actually smart about it, like they actually commented on that and everything. So yeah, I, think, I thought that actually strengthened characters. Yeah, if I can comment on that really quick, I think Jasmine Savoy Brown, who plays Randy's niece in the movie, I think that the movie being so meta helped her character so much more than it did anybody else because her character was all about being meta all about being smart and self-aware and understanding like you don't just go to the basement alone you don't just go oh look behind you and not actually look behind you and then yeah, um, she made it up <laughs> one big scene of the movie that really bothered me was the hospital scene so I understand that she was put on a private floor, but I've never been to any hospital. I have many friends that are firefighters and many friends that work in hospitals, family members also. I've never heard of a whole entire floor being private to one person and having zero hospital staff around. Now, granted, the we do see the two cops be killed on the floor laying there, but where were the nurses? Um, where were the doctors? There was no one there on that floor. So that bothered me. And then five minutes later in broad daylight, the hospital looked like a fucking nightclub compared to what just happened because everyone and their mother was working their shift. There was people outside smoking, loitering in the background. So that really bothered me that Ghostface went in there and didn't even maybe if there was at least a mention of, well, hello, I just killed the other six hospital staff before getting up here maybe then i could let it go but i don't know that bothered me and then the legacy characters dewey had a really good role i could give them that but gail and sydney i just don't feel were important enough in the story i feel like everything in this movie would have happened if you took dewey not dewey um if you took gail and sydney out of the story I still think everything would have happened leading up to the party at the end and um, Huey from the boys being revealed as the killer. Uh, do you guys argue that or what do you think? I mean, yeah, I wish they did a little bit more. Yeah, I think when it, uh, if I can touch on the hospital, I'm, I'm with you. I agree with you because it was something that was kind of bothering me too. Uh, I understand how, if you had a whole private floor, like let's suspend this belief. She had the whole floor to herself. That's fine. I can buy into that. But if you have the whole floor to yourself, there's got to be nurses. There's got to be doctors around. It's not completely barren with one security officer dead. I'm like, where there needs to be at least one more nurse there to make it seem credible. To at me. least just mention a nurse. Yeah. She's on a lunch break. She's having a smoke. She's taking a piss, whatever. Just mention that there was someone else on that floor with her. That bothered me. And I understand what you mean that Sydney and Gail don't necessarily move the plot along, but them being in there were perks and perks aren't bad. I, so that's why I'm okay with it. It must be really suspicious looking to buy a ghost face costume in that universe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you would think by now. Yeah. <laughs> Why do like anyone this? who buys that has yeah. got to sign something or whatever? Or, okay, um, we have a ghost face killer back in the loose. Let's figure out, let's go on eBay and see who bought the last six ghost face outfits. Let's figure that out. Within, yeah. within a 30 mile radius or something. There we go. Know. Bam. Oh, these two people, and he's dating this. Per okay, bam. Let's question him. Let's get him in for questioning. <laughs> Sounds like one of those pitch meetings from Screen Rant. Yeah. <laughs> Were you guys able to point out the killers as quick as I was? I mean, I didn't, but honestly, one of them was barely even in the movie. Like, I didn't even remember the one, like the girl, whatever her name the was. The girl with the black hair. Dude, I don't even yeah. remember her name. Yeah. I know. That's not like I don't remember her like in the movie that much before that. So her I didn't see coming. The boyfriend was a little bit more obvious because they even kind of hinted at it, but it was also mm -hmm. kind of so obvious that it almost seemed like it wouldn't be him. The in a part. Way. The part that let me know that he was one of the killers was at the hospital scene. Because in Scream 2, remember when the guy gets cut in the arm and he's like, 
oh, he's a nurse major. So like he knows where to cut to not get hurt. They, I don't know if they did that on purpose where he gets cut on that same area as Scream 2. I don't know if they did that on purpose or if that was a coincidence, but so Jack Quaid comes in, gets cut by Ghostface. Ghostface pushes him out of the room instead of stabbing him and looks at him. And right then and there, I was like, oh, okay, so he's a killer because Ghostface would have just killed him because Ghostface likes killing and he chose not to kill him. So bam, he's one of the killers. That to me was one of the hallelujah moments that I was able to figure it out. Gotcha. I, this comes with an asterisk. I was not able to predict who the killer was. That being said, when they did reveal the killers, man, I could not give two shits. I didn't care. I didn't care. It was that the, it was these people. I really, I thought it was so underwhelming. I'm like, okay, that's cool. This is cool, man. I, I don't really care. That being said, I knew one of them had to be a man only because there were some real big feats of strength in this movie that once Amber was revealed to be the killer, I thought, wait, there's no way Amber did this or Amber did that. There's no way. Yeah, uh, another got canceled, but we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> another another scene. Another scene is when um, Jared was going back and forth with me in my comment section is uh, Dylan, whatever the fuck his name is from 13 Reasons Why. I went on a little rant about he should not be cast in high school movies anymore. It's time for him to move on to, to college movies and, you know, be an adult. Anyway, that being said, he's in the movie, he gets killed, and there's a scene where he's opening the front door and then Ghostface runs up behind him and he blocks Ghostface and he's like, he's a skinny kid and he's like fighting back with Ghostface. So right then I knew, I was like, okay, so it's a girl. Okay, we might get canceled. As soon as I said that, sounded better in my head. <laughs> yeah, we're getting canceled. Because he's a scrawny little boy. It's a girl. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, let's continue. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I'll just say this about Dylan Minnette. I don't know about y'all, but I was pretty happy to see him get really murdered because I can't fucking stand that guy. Like, oh, every, time he's in a movie, every time he's in a movie, I'm like, oh, my God, please leave. Like, he might be a nice I, guy in real life, but he plays, like, the worst characters. Can't stand he him. My, yeah, he's not my favorite actor either, Jared. I'm with you. Like, he's not. I, I liked him as Wes Hicks in this movie. I ain't going to lie. I kind of, I kind of I, I really, I kind of liked him. Um, Yeah. And he had, I think he had the second best kill in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, I do want to go into positives after this because I know that you guys are mega fans. You really like the movie. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on the negatives. But one more thing that bothered me was the first Scream, 25 years later, they're bringing in the legacy cast. People in my uh, audience was cheering when these characters came on screen making their debut. People love these characters. When I went home, None of the characters that they introduced in this movie I cared about where I felt 25 years later, is someone going to cheer the same way if these characters make another debut? And I don't think anyone would because these characters were not likable to me and they weren't memorable. These, these new crop of teenagers, not like in the first screen where you actually can relate to some of them. You like them. So, yeah. I, I appreciate that honesty, though, Trace, I do. I, I will be on the fence, right? So I'll agree, yet disagree. I think there were some new characters here that I, I, I just was not for. Uh, the killers, Amber and Richie, did not care about them at all. Before they were the killers and after the, they were the killers, I did not care about them. The one sleazy-looking guy that was in the movie for two seconds and dies in the parking lot, what the heck was that about? Did not like him. But... On the other hand, I really did like Melissa Barrera's character, Billy Loomis's daughter. I think she's someone to look out for. I would like to see more of her. And I do like the twins, Randy's, Randy's uh, niece and nephew. I like them as well and would like to see them more fleshed out in the future. So those three characters, I really did like. I, uh, I agree with both of you. Like I did like some of the characters, like I did like Sam and I did like uh, the twins especially the, um, I forgot her name, but the one who had all the movie knowledge. 
But I also do think that, yeah, no one's going to care in 25 years if they come back. And, uh, well, I'll save my thoughts on the franchise for the very end. That's how we're going to close it out, like you were saying. But, yeah, so I agree with both of you guys. Cool. So um, why don't you guys take the reins on the positives before we go into our rankings? I already kind of went through my two or three positives. I can't really flesh it out more than I already did. But why don't you guys – uh, be the light at the end of the tunnel for this movie because we've spent a lot of time shitting on it so far. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the scariest Ghostface has been in 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 a, in a while. I I do I do. Um, I think just like just because how brutal the kills were, how sadistic Ghostface over the phone was. Like he gave no chances here. Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker in the first one, like they tried to play games. This one, they they like they wanted to be like them, so they tried to play some games, but then they just would be like, you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna be in front of your door and kill you. You know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna kill you in broad daylight. Like, I'm just gonna be savage about it. And that's why I I really think he's like the most badass in this movie that he's been in a really long time. That's one thing I really enjoyed here. Yeah, I agree with that. This is definitely the most brutal ghost face. And um, I also loved how the movie actually had balls because they killed one of the original characters. Like in Scream 2, I was really shocked when they killed Randy. And I thought they killed Dewey in that movie too until the end. And I was actually kind of disappointed that Dewey survived because he had already survived the first one. And he survived again. Like, he's a fucking cat at that point. They actually did say he was stabbed nine times. So I guess maybe that's why he died in this one. His lives ran out. But yeah, so I did like that. They finally they actually finally killed. I was sad about it, but it was cool that they finally killed Dewey when he should have died a while ago. And it made the movie a lot more ballsy. And they actually had me going that Sydney or Gale could die too. So I actually felt the stakes in this one, which I really appreciated. I was just about to say, it gave the movie stakes that they actually killed Dewey. And they did it in a way where, like, remember in Scream 4 where Gail gets stabbed, but then, like, she lives? Mm -hmm. Like, but when she first gets stabbed, you're thinking, oh, shit, are they actually going to kill her? They didn't actually kill her. In this movie, there's no argument. He's dead. He, there's no resurrection. <laughs> like, like, his so guts are on too. the floor. Shit. Yeah, they yeah. did it so violently. Like, they gave the movie stakes. And I can appreciate that. He got gutted like totally. a fish. Quite literally gutted like a fish. Literally, yes. Well, he hadn't looked at his fucking phone in that second, then he might have been okay. But no, I had uh, I had uh, tears in my movie theater. My people around me were crying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. that character's been around for literally my entire life. Because I was born in '96 when the first one came out. So yeah, he's such an old character, and now yeah, he's finally yeah, gone. Uh, same here. I, I was born at 96 as well. So I, I oh, didn't really? cry, cool. but I but I, I almost cried. I, I felt I felt myself welling up, but then the scene was kind of over and it, the movie was moving on. But if it was there a little bit longer, I would have definitely cried. Well, I was feeling it for sure. Yeah. Dude, I cannot get over the fandom with Scream. Like you got people <laughs> crying. I had people cheering in my audience. I I don't get it. I can't get over it. <laughs> I don't understand Dude, it. I don't understand it's... it. It's so good, man. I freaking adore this freaking franchise, except yeah, the TV shows, but we don't talk about the TV shows. I haven't seen it. Yeah, is that canon <laughs> or no? No, 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 no. It's not canon. No. Okay, all right. No. <laughs> well, why, uh, we're not going to talk about the TV show. That's not part of our ranking. Um, why don't we yep. move into our rankings, though, of all five Scream movies? Uh, why don't we let our guest start us off with uh, his rankings okay uh so i'll start from best to worst only because it's pretty obvious what the best scream movie is that is 1996's scream there's not much i can say about it that is the very best scream movie it's i think one of the best movies in general that's ever been made in my opinion love it uh for number two i go flip floppy here between two and three but my number two would be Scream 4. I think Scream 4 was a big surprise. I saw that one in theaters as well when it came out in 2011. Really good film. Uh, talk about good killers, right? Because I think Jill and Charlie in Scream 4 are really good killers. And that reveal was better than this one. Number three, Scream 2. 
Scream 2, I think, came out in 97. I like the new setting, the whole, they're in college now. Now it's a, a college murder spree. I enjoy that one. Then Scream 5. So, so as you can see, like, these movies are good. And I'm really enjoying them. And then in last place, a movie I, I don't hate as much as you, Trace, because we've talked about it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But I will, I, I will shake your hand and say, Trace, it is not a good movie. And that is Scream 3 in last place. I just, mm, mm-mm. Uh, at least someone. I don't know what to me. say, really. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jared, what about you? Yeah, so this is my favorite horror franchise, or at least my favorite slasher, if not my favorite horror overall. And um, one thing I love about these movies is there's only five of them as opposed to some other ones where there's like 50 of them and they actually have like a, like a big break between a lot of them. So it kind of makes it feel like, like there's that, there's actually reasons coming back, which is always really nice. And the quality has been really consistent too. Like even the one I'm about to talk about is coming in last place. Isn't the best, but it's not terrible. So that's one thing I love overall about this franchise. So all these movies are at least half decent, but I'll go from worst to best. Um, so worst is definitely Scream 3, which I think is everyone's Scream 3. I, I think everyone's worst is Scream 3. I don't think I've ever seen anyone put it above last place. But yeah, Scream 3 is the only one that I would say is not really that good. I don't hate it as much as Trace, uh, but I'm, I agree with you, Jonathan. It's uh, it's not a good movie. Um, that That's the one movie I feel they went way too far with the meta element. Like Ghostface in that movie can basically see the future with how specific his plan was. It's so ridiculous. Like the Hollywood setting isn't really all that interesting. Um, there's only one ghost face in that one, and he's easily the worst ghost face. I didn't even recognize the character when he first got revealed. I was like, who is that guy again? I don't even think Sydney did either. Like he had to say who he was and everything. So that was bad. They retconned the first movie to make this guy the big bad. Just overall screen three, not very good. Easily the worst one. And all the other ones I do think are really good. So like amazing. So four will be screen four. Uh, definitely a good return for the franchise. I like how it goes back to Woodsboro. Um, the legacy characters get to do a decent amount of that one. The Ghostface kills are pretty good. Honestly, um, nothing really wrong with Scream 4. It's just I like the other, the top three more for other reasons. So number three will be Scream 5. Um, I do like how this one, I feel, makes really good usage of like how long it's been in the past, more so than Scream 4. Like how they really upgraded it for modern times was even better. It's definitely the best kills, really gutsy, more so than Scream 4 was both with the kills and the stakes and everything. Um, I actually, I would say the Ghostface killers are better in Scream 4, but I think the reveals are better in Scream 5, like how she just pulls out the gun and shoots one of them. I was like, holy shit, like that was, or that was a really good Ghostface reveal in my opinion. So Legacy, yeah. char- Legacy characters could have done more, but it was so cool that they, they did something. So that was all fine. So yeah, Scream 5 is a little better than 4 for that reason. 2 will be Scream 2. Um, I like how Scream 2 is still back in the 90s, so it kind of has a fun 90s feel to it. The characters are still really young, which is cool. Um, the legacy characters are definitely still more so the forefront in that one, which is really nice. The color setting was a lot of fun. And I like how that one also really, it's not as gory as some of the others, but they definitely upped it up a lot for the, from the first to the second movie. So I really enjoy Scream 2. And then number one, of course, is obviously the original, which I don't think I've ever seen anyone not put the original at number one. The original is not only my favorite slasher movie, it's like top 10 horror movies of all time for me. Really changed the game of horror. Um, really kind of revitalized horror in the 90s because that wasn't the best decade for horror. Just so fun. Definitely has the best ghost face killers for sure. The characters, it's the first time seeing all of them. They're utilized really well. Um, and yeah, not, not really anything else you can say about it that hasn't already been said. But yeah, the original is definitely the best one. Yeah. So I'm going to do what Jonathan did and go from best to worst. Uh, best is going to be the first one. Um, that That's going to be like an easy number one. But the rest of it, I think you guys are going to be surprised. Um, So my number two, when I tell you my number two, it's going to put the rest of the franchise in perspective of how I feel about it. I hated Scream 5, but it's the second best out of the franchise. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) And before going forward, um, my buddy Ryan from Cinecrisis, he, he left a comment on my review of Scream 5. And it really made me think because he said, you know what, Trace, you may like horror, which I do, but you just may not be into slashers. And when he said that, I had to think about it. And I was like, you know what? 
I think he might be right. Like, I just had, like, a aha moment. Like, Scream, obviously iconic slasher franchise. I don't really dig it. Friday the 13th, there's maybe two movies in that franchise out of, like, fucking 13 movies that I actually enjoy and re-watch frequently. So two out of 13, that's not a really good percentage. Friday the 13th, there's maybe three movies out of, what, the 20 that they have that I like. So three out of 20, that's really not good percentage. So I, I may just not be a slasher guy. I'm more into, like, supernatural horror. So, yeah. So that was kind of my aha moment over the weekend is I just am not really that big into slashers. Halloween, that's another slasher franchise. There's, like, what? nine of those movies i really only like two of them so i think i'm just not a slasher guy but anyway moving on so the number three spot is going to be scream 2 um the characters in this movie it was made it came out i should say a year after the original scream so it really did feel like a continuation like picking up right where it left off we see them in college trying to get past what happened and um it even follows them to college. So uh, Scream 2 would be in the number third spot. Scream 4 is going to be in the number four spot. Now, while this one is not a good movie, it is not the worst movie. I think that we all agree what the worst movie is. But before moving on into that, um, Scream 4, I like that they're back in Woodsboro. Um, you know, being on the college campus was cool. Being on the Hollywood set was not cool. And being back in Woodsboro for the fifth one was also cool. So just, I think Scream works best when it's in Woodsboro. Let's just say it with that. Scream 4 is number 4. Scream 3 is the worst. The only good part in this whole entire movie, the movie's almost two hours long, and there's only 15 seconds in this movie that gave me pleasure. I know what it is. What is it? Courtney Cox's bangs. No, no. Good <laughs> Lord. I think that's like the worst part. In Scream 3, out of a two-hour movie, 15 seconds gave me a smile and pleasure. And that was when Jay and Silent Bob made cameo oh, in this movie. That God. is the only redeemable thing in this that. movie. Yeah. yeah, I like Jay and Silent Bob. Um, that was the only good Come part on. in this movie. Everything else sucked. I hated it. I wanted to take the movie out so bad but jared and brad gave me homework to watch three and four leading up to this and i wanted to stick to my word but i wanted to give up on this movie so bad you have no idea alcohol i was drinking beer alcohol could not help that movie well you always drink beer i'm pretty sure it has no effect on you at this point but that's a whole other deal um not an excuse uh, <laughs> I remember you said Scream Three was like one of the worst movies you'd ever seen. I was like, holy shit! Yes. Like it's not that good, but I wouldn't say it's that bad. It's still better than like most slashers. Like my god! Oh, I texted yeah. you right after I saw this, and I—it's <laughs> been about what five days. I'm sticking to my word. It's one of the worst movies I've ever watched. I did not enjoy oh that movie my. at all. I don't know, and- man. I I think there are so many worst movies out there and, and that's as somebody that doesn't really like scream three as much maybe i haven't i think seen there's a lot worse movies then <laughs> <laughs> maybe poor scream three man poor scream three yeah that's like maybe like the black sheep of the franchise oh yeah yeah man it, ha- it, it went through a lot of hell yeah. yeah i went through a lot of hell that movie yeah you know what i want to talk about that because i just remembered that jared told me and then you told me that there was like behind the scenes drama of scream and i know nothing about it so maybe you can educate me on that what happened behind the scenes of scream 3 i don't think i told you that that must have been someone else maybe it was brad yeah yeah there was a lot of drama with scream i think on surface level i think there was a lot of script drama uh, there's, I don't know if it's rumors or confirmed that they were writing the script as they were filming the film. And there's a little rumor, don't know if it's true, that in the scene when the house explodes and they're faxing the script to them, that it's quite literally them faxing the script to them because oh they God. were writing them. Yeah. So don't know if that's a rumor or true, but the film was supposed to take place in Woodsboro. It wasn't supposed to take place in Hollywood. It was supposed to take place in Woodsboro, Another, you know, high school massacre, high school group of kids start getting killed off one by one. But then Columbine happened. The world changed. Hollywood changed. 
and Hollywood said, we need to change this script drastically. Kevin, Kevin Williamson, who wrote, I believe, the first two screams, did not return for Scream 3. And so the producer was like, man, F it, this guy, you're going to write it now. So it was a whole different feel to it all. There was supposed to be different killers. It wasn't supposed to be Roman, the director. It was supposed to be Roman and Angelina, who plays Sydney in Stab 3 or Stab 2. It was supposed to be her and Roman, but then it was just Roman. There was some script going around that Stu Mocker from the first movie wasn't going to die. He didn't actually die when he got his head smashed by that TV, but he was in jail and he was the mastermind between the killings and Scream 3. So that was supposed to happen. There were some things with Dewey that they wanted to do that never happened. So there was a big mess of what Scream was supposed to be, and it ended up just becoming what we know it now. Damn. I heard that Stu was supposed to be in Scream 5. Like, that was a rumor, but that didn't end up happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I, I heard it as well, Jerry. That would have been cool, though. It would have been a lot better than the reveals we got. <laughs> it would have been weird because... You think he would have been mentioned before then, but it, he definitely would have been a better killer than the ones we had in this new one for sure. Yeah. I did hear those rumors too. And I thought that them going back to Stu's house was like, oh, he's going to like come out of the basement or fucking he's going to be someone's dad or something. I don't know. Like, so I thought he was uh, Matthew Lillard was going to come back also. So I was half yeah. expecting that. And, and it didn't help that they did like, dream or ghost sequences with uh billy loomis so i was like uh-oh they got half they got 50 percent <laughs> it looks like they did like dh'ing though yeah they mm. did it was still pretty good though i didn't really notice it that much i thought it was really good i really liked those sequences the only one i didn't like was when she's crawling on the floor and you see in the mirror billy loomis and he's like showing her the knife i was like oh really come on that yeah, but other than Norman. that, other yeah, than thought, that, dude, he wasn't a mentor I, character. Like, Lord. Yeah, anything, I thought it was badass. Been, if anything, he should have been showing Ghostface, hey, there's a knife. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I think I think it's like a mixture of both. He's It's his daughter. So he's like showing his daughter the knife, but he's not helping his daughter more than he's like, oh, I want you to be a serial killer just like me. Just kill, just kill, just like me. So it's not really like him being a mentor. It's him still being a psychopath in her head. So the time frame to me was a little muddy, but the way that it perceived to me was Billy cheated on Sid sometime in Scream 1. Is, would, would that be correct? Like during those events of Scream 1, he cheated on Sydney with whatever her name's mother is maybe you know i might have to see it again i don't remember how long billy and and sydney were together i don't know yeah because it didn't so specify I can't say. so mm -mm. i was thinking that when i'm watching the movie i was like oh so in scream one when this was happening he may have been hooking up with someone else i don't know so i'm thinking like okay so time wise scream 1996 uh a year before the murders Sydney's mom dies. And in the reveal in the first scream, Billy reveals to Sydney that she, Sydney's mom, was sleeping with Billy's father, causing Billy's mom to leave. And that's why he's like killing her or wants to kill her. So was Billy with Sydney when the cheating of his father and Maureen Prescott was happening? Or did Billy and finding out Maureen Prescott was the reason their family split up, then got with Sydney? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, it's really murky. I honestly couldn't tell you. I was kind of I was confused about that too in the theater. A little murky. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we are gonna be closing out the episode pretty soon, but before we do that, why don't we all speculate about what to do with the franchise going forward or if they're even going to do something going forward or maybe this is going to be it what do you guys think maybe this is the swan song i think that this should be it like because i even said before that most slasher movies have slasher franchises have way too many movies i think five is a good number we should just leave it at that i feel i had a good enough ending and yeah we should just move on i don't think it's going to necessarily depending on how much this one makes they might want to do a new trilogy but i personally would like there to be no more screen movies yeah, I think 
I think we live in a world where everyone just wants things to continue, no matter how bad it may get later on. We live in a world like where Marvel takes over the box office and everyone's just ready to see that universe continue with four movies a year, with five TV shows in a year. And everyone just wants more and more and more, not knowing that maybe, possibly, this franchise could start being bad. I, I think of even in TV, like American Horror Story, really started falling off uh they should have stopped that a long time ago so i agree with you jared i as a fan well not as a fan me as as a as a sane human being <laughs> wants it to stop now and we have five movies that have one of the best batting averages in horror history but then the fan in me would not mind to see a scream six and that fan in me if i were to continue it would be with the remaining characters we got. I don't know how far down the line, but I would bring back Melissa Barrera, Sam. I'd bring back the twins and have the legacy characters dip in and out in a new Ghostface story. I'm not going to lie. I did not expect you guys to say that. <laughs> wow. I thought, because that's what I was going to say. No more. I'm done. I waved the white flag in my theater reaction. I put, yeah, up three white, <laughs> I put up three white flags in my thumbnail for my Scream review. I'm done with Scream. So I We're was doing not, it for different reasons. Yeah, we're doing yeah. it for different reasons. But I did not expect you guys to say that. And I, I think we're all, for one part of the episode, in agreement. No more Scream. Now, the reasons are different. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I, okay. This was the second best scream out of five movies. Now, if they make a scream six, do I feel that it would be on this level or worse? I feel it would possibly be worse. Um, I don't know if they would be able to keep that momentum going of this one. There was a lot of people that were really excited for this movie. Jared had it on his top 10 of the year, most anticipated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that maybe you stop with Scream. Don't I don't know if they're doing the MTV show anymore. Stop doing that. You're going to taint the character. And, you know, maybe in like another 10 years, you just reboot the whole entire franchise and you forget all the stuff that came before it. Just reboot it maybe in like 10 years, but give it some time to breathe. This was as much as I didn't like the movie, it was a good ending. Um, so let's just leave it at that for now. I think this was the reboot. <laughs> this was the I mean, reboot. Yeah, no, was, I'm talking about requel, yeah. No, I'm talking about no ties at all. But they can't do that. That's what they were saying in the movie. They yeah. can't just do a this straight movie reboot is anymore. So meta, they can this movie's so meta they can make some Trace, way of doing it. If you do that, that it wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> two two things will happen. Two things. If you do that, two things. One, you'll get the MTV TV show. Dudes, do not waste your time. Uh, and two, what will happen is the end of this one. A toxic toxic fandom, two people probably dress as Ghostface and start killing because they don't want new people. <laughs> well, then you just stop the franchise. I think you're just done. <laughs> just stop it. Uh, just stop the it. end of the movie said for Wes at the end, leave it at that. This movie was for him. No more. Move on. I mean, what would they even call a new one? Because they couldn't call it Scream 6 because they didn't call this one Scream 5, which I thought was really stupid. I, I, I could thought that see was it. so dumb they didn't call it that. That was like... Jared, I could see if they do make another one, they're they're just going to call it Scream 6. I, I can see it happening. Or... That, would be weird. that means that when you look it up, it's going to be Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Scream, Scream 6. And people Hold go, on. Yes. I just came yeah. up with an idea. The next movie in this franchise is not a Scream movie. It's the first movie in the Stab franchise. Because oh, we've seen clips from the Stab movie, but we've never seen the whole entire Stab movie. So the next movie in this franchise, I'm calling it now, is going to be the first Stab movie taking place. So we China. have seen it. We have seen it, Trace. It's called Scream. It's meta. I know it's confusing. That's, it's confusing. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though. Is they're going to reboot the whole franchise. <laughs> yeah i'm surprised no one's tried this in real life like i'm surprised there aren't any actual ghost face killers in real life with how meta that franchise is i'm talking here oh, in our world. dude no it's happened it's happened it's happened when people yeah. dressed as ghost face specifically doing the shit uh, we see like a, a real life screen that's actually happened it probably God, happened in I, florida it was a florida man i it probably was I, yeah okay 
So it has happened. Uh, I don't know where some cases have happened, but 100% it has happened. I have to I have to research a little bit more. Correct me if I'm wrong, if you know, or if anybody listening knows. And I believe Kevin Williamson, the writer of the original screen, got the idea because of a murder that happened in Florida. <laughs> and it was kind of the same way. It was it was kind of like a man in a mask killing someone. Yeah. Of course it was fucking Florida. <laughs> the Florida Everything Man podcast. Yeah, the Florida Man podcast coming soon. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any last thoughts on Scream in general, the whole franchise, before we go ahead? Before we go ahead and do our closings? Not really, man. I, I not that I haven't said already. I yeah. adore this franchise. It's, it's one of my favorite horror franchises, and I'll go as far as to say that the first one is one of my favorite films of all time. I mean, yeah, I said it pretty much all too. You know, what my favorite horror yeah. franchise. I'm glad we got another one. I thought it was great. Lived up to the hype. And yeah, overall, I'm just pretty satisfied. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Man of Movies, why don't you kick us off with our closing? Tell us where we can find you. Tell us any upcoming things you want to let us know. And then uh, we're going to go ahead and close out this great episode. Well, definitely. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. This was super fun. I love talking about Scream and talking about Scream with a Scream lover and a Scream hater. Unique, (laughs) unique. Guys, you can find me on YouTube. You can subscribe to me at Man of Movies. I do movie reviews, top tens. I do live streams and all that on Instagram at Man of Movies 96. That's Man of Movies 96. Uh, Check me out there. I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Jaratalk Cinema. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Jaratalk Cinema. Twitter's a little bit different. On Twitter, you can find me at You Shot My Deer because Jaratalk Cinema is one letter too long for a Twitter handle. <laughs> and our third host, who is not here, but he's part of the Only Film Fans podcast anyway, is Brad. You can find him on YouTube under Let's Be Real with Brad. Um, same for Instagram. As for me, my name is Trace. You can find me on the YouTube ch- on the YouTube channel Pierce Productions and also on Instagram, where I'm trying to be more active, uh, under Pierce Productions YT. And you can find the Only Film Fans podcast on Instagram also under the same name. So until then, thank you guys for sticking around. If you made it this far, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time.